Hey friends, welcome to episode number five. I'm joined today by my good friend, Pastor Jasper. He's a Christian filmmaker and powerful evangelist who travels worldwide. Today, our topic is the porn problem, where we discuss the terrible problem of pornography and how to have victory. Now, I do want to apologize ahead of time because the audio may be a little rough since we were on different continents at the time of this recording. Thank you again for joining the Victory Talk podcast, where we share stories that inspire and practical tips to help you gain the victory over sexual temptation. All right. Hey, brother, man. Welcome to the Victory Talk podcast. It's a blessing to have you on. I know um, Thank you. I've, actually, I've wanted to have you on for a while now. So we'll just jump right in. I don't like my podcast to be super lengthy or anything, but um, just let's just learn a little bit about yourself. Um, I know you were a pastor for a number of years and you taught at, um, they call it PAFCO, right? That's the... Well, uh, Philippine uh, Amazing Fact Center of Evangelism. Yeah. The, the one that I really uh, got... Uh, a bit longer was um, Amazing Facts Center of Evangelism in Indonesia. That's I oh, Indonesia. Okay, sweet. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then, and then you, you did that for a while and then you went, decided you felt called and you decided to go full-time into, you know, film and videography, yeah. right? Right, right. Awesome. And so I know now you travel the world. Where are you at now currently? I'm currently in Australia. I believe it's nighttime in your place. Mine is still one o'clock in the afternoon. Amen. So, That's yeah. awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over the world. I, I love it. I know I follow you on Instagram and I'll share your, your handle um, in, the, in the bio um, and at the end. Perfect. But uh, I know you were just in China and you're traveling Africa and you're Asia and you're all over the world. So it's awesome. But well, three simple questions just so we can learn a little bit more. Where are you from originally? What do you do now? And just briefly explain how did you meet Christ? Right. Um, I am from the Philippines, an island called Negros Occidental, <coughs> Bacolod City. Okay. And I am, uh, I have grew, I'm born and raised there, went to school there too, uh, took okay. my theology there. Uh, what was the second question? Um, what do you do now? I know we kind of touched on it, but just to right. clarify. Yeah. <clears throat> Currently, I'm a missionary filmmaker. I still preach. I do evangelistic meetings and uh, revival meetings. I'm currently in Australia specifically to preach. Awesome. I'm also a filmmaker. I'm doing some uh, programs, something like that. Sweet. Awesome. Uh, and then how did you meet Christ? Just briefly, a little bit of your testimony. Yeah. Oh, that was a long one. Uh, <laughs> just, to make it simple. Uh, I think a few years ago, I was, I mean, not a few years ago. I was, I was 17 years old. I'm 27 right now. So I was 17. Okay. I had a tumor in my brain on the left side. Wow. And then uh, um, God... Uh, uh, actually, it was a way for God for me to be changed. Uh, my father said that maybe God has called me to be a pastor, forced me to become a pastor. And then I was having seizures, but then the Lord has saved me from that. I think a few years after that, every semester, the tumor is getting smaller and smaller until when I was 20 years old before graduating to theology. The tumor was completely gone off out of my head. And so wow. it was a miracle. And so I dedicated myself and, and my life to God and said, you know, I want to be on a full-time ministry. So right now I'm doing mission work and most of the time making films, making videos about, you know, 
relevant wow. stuff. Praise know, God. That's awesome. Powerful testimony. So you had a tumor, God took it away, did ministry, oh, and yeah. I let him use you all around the world, making powerful films. Right. I know you just finished the Lineage series. Powerful. I just watched it, finished all, what was it, 49 or 50 episodes, oh. I believe, on YouTube. Oh. Powerful stuff. So Praise awesome. Awesome. Well, why don't we jump right in? We have four simple questions. And today we're, the topic is the porn problem. The porn problem. Mm, so the question, that's right. That's right. The big, P, the big P word. So why don't we, uh, the very first question. Um, and this is specifically, you know, you, because I know you're a Christian, you're a young Adventist person. You've also worked in ministry. You've worked with a lot of people and you travel the world. Do you believe that pornography is an issue facing Christian young people today? Oh yeah, like that's not even that's not even a question. That's that's something that we need to consider that we need to be that we are battling with. Um, I've struggled with it, you know. We've uh-huh. all struggled with it. I don't think I'm not I'm not generalizing, but I think most of the people that I know in ministry or not in ministry have struggled with photography, wow. masturbation, and all the personal sins. Uh-huh. As far as I know, I think it's not a question of do you think we struggle for it. I think it is a statement that we need to say we all struggle and we have been struggling as mm. far as I know. Yeah. As far as I know, most of the people that I've met, uh, men, we struggle a lot with that with topic, mm. with that kind of yeah, subject. Yeah. yeah. So, so in your mind, so you're saying it's not even, that's not even a question. It's just, it's, it, mm. it's just like, yeah, it's an, like, duh, it's, it, this yeah. is an issue. This is an issue. Yeah, it's an, it's an issue plaguing our church. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, you know, in, in, in our church, oftentimes, you know, we'll have, there's a lot of different issues that the church can face anything from, it could be a financial, big financial problem. It could be, uh, maybe there's a doctrinal problem. People are bringing in false doctrine or something like this pornography. We all deal with the, and these different ways, you know, the church really, they'll jump all over false doctrine or they'll, they'll really figure out ways to take care of debt. But then you know how how do you think we should face this problem the problem of of sexual impurity yeah i think i think it's a very um uh what's that called very personal question and and it's i think it's a taboo especially you talk about it in the church you know no one really likes that topic (laughs) but it needs to be addressed you know we struggle a lot with it and Uh i've seen a lot of friends who devastated wasted their time and energy in that and and i believe that it's destroying us in, in our mind we need to deal with it uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Uh, yeah and and i think the reason why there's still struggle in the church is because there's no open conversation about it mm-hmm. you know there's no one open about it and then there comes to a point where people are not talking to it. So when our young people are struggling with it, I remember when I was struggling about this in college or in high school, I don't want to talk to people about this. Yeah. Cause they'll it's like, true. they'll laugh at me. Maybe they'll judge me. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting into a point that, um, and, and, and from here, I'm just want to like, in, based on my personal experience, every time I go to people, there's no one to talk to about this. Yep. And it's either, right. again, people laugh at you, people judge you. And I think the first step on this is that we need to be vulnerable. We need to be open to people. And we need to not openly tell people, but at least we must have people that are 
uh, open enough to talk about this personally to someone who's uh-huh, struggling. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, yeah, I guess the first step that I would love to consider that I wish I considered before is to find someone that I could be open with. Mm-hmm. But the problem is there's none, you know? So I guess we need to understand that we need to be a friend who must be open about these things. Yeah, you so know, it's only about, you someone yeah. who's open about this. Yeah. And I could talk to them and say, hey, man, help me. You know, you know, addiction in cigarettes, addiction in alcohol. I think one of the best remedies is to find someone who could help you out uh-huh. in the situation. Yeah, and the same with pornography. I think I would love when I was in high school, supposed to be, I would love to have someone coaching me out. Like, hey, man, this is what you do. Be accountable. Checking mm-hmm. me out, you know, mm-hmm. calling me. How's your spiritual walk? How's your private life? And all this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it's a powerful, powerful stuff. You said a lot of things spitting fire here. So it's really what you're saying is you'd like to see a lot of openness, um, accountability, Mm. and just, Mm. and for the people who are struggling, realizing that a part of the struggle, they need to have come out with it and open up. But then for those, for for those people, like for those of us, you know, maybe we don't struggle or, or whether we do or not, we just have to be those people who are, you know, that they can come to. That, you know, just that loving, lovable Christian so that they feel comfortable coming to us. We need to have. Yeah, yeah. It must be. No judgment. And you can't just choose someone um, or you can't just announce it in the church, whatever. Not saying that. But what I'm saying is, I wish we could be in a way where where, um, we can find someone who's open enough to talk about it Uh and uh be someone who, 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 who understands us. And I guess yeah. that's one thing that we don't have in the church currently. Yep. I believe it. I believe it. Awesome. Powerful stuff. Now, question number three brings us, I mean, I have a bunch of stuff here, but um, what would you, this is, this is a big one. I, cause I'm, you know, working as, um, as a young, young, young adult Christian, I've been working as a Bible worker, um, working with canvassing programs and just with a lot of young people and they'll come to me, they'll tell me a lot of things. And, and I meet a lot of young people, guys and girls. And, and in my own personal experience, it, it's like, man, you're just something you've been struggling with like for so long, you're fighting and fighting and fighting, you just get tired and you start to doubt, you know, whether you can have victory or not. Do you believe that it's possible to experience complete victory over sexual? Yeah, I believe so. Time? I believe the Bible, the Bible talks about it. The Bible talks about, um, uh, coming to Christ and uh, the Bible said, watch and pray that you may not fall into temptation. Mm. And the Bible clearly talks about that. And, and, and the reason why I think one of the reasons why we fall into temptation is uh-huh. because we don't watch and pray. The Bible, said that, the, the Bible says that the Bible says in the book of uh, first John, if I'm not mistaken, let me just find it for you. This isn't the first, the book of first John, first John, um, uh, You look at First John chapter thirty verse uh, chapter three verse six. First John, First John chapter three verse six. The Bible said, "Whosoever abided in Him sinneth not. Mm. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen Him, neither has known Him." So wow. you look if you and understand that it's a very powerful verse. The Bible said, "Whosoever abideth in Him sinneth not." So notice this. Sin comes by not abiding with Christ. Wow. And 
we only can have victory over sin by having a, an opportunity or, or, or intentional about our relationship with God. You cannot and will not have victory over pornography or in general lust if you have not had a connection with God. And mm. so I wow. know this is the generic answer. No, no, no. But it's, good. it's clearly, if you think about it, you need someone to talk to. And that's someone that you talk to. As we've talked about, we need someone that's accountable in our lives. We can talk to. That person must be able to lead us to Christ. Mm-hmm. If he's not able or ourselves are not able to be closer to God, it is impossible for us to overcome because victory only comes as what the Bible says by watching and praying and by linking ourselves to God. Wow. That's a powerful thought. I actually, I, I mean, I, I, I've, read, I've read this verse before, but it never hit me like that. Literally, whosoever abideth in him sinneth. Not. Sin, not. So, so, so if we do mess up and sin, it's simply because we're not we have not abiding in him. Vibrant we're, not, relationship, yeah. we're not, we haven't connected. Well, vibrant relationship, yes. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. That's powerful stuff. Thank you. So it is possible to experience complete victory. The Bible is clear about that. That, that gives us hope. Right. So the key, right. the key then for us as Christians, we need to abide yeah. in Christ. In Christ, yeah. We need a body in Christ. I love it. Wow. Awesome. Now, last and final question. Um, what, would you say, <laughs> what would you say to the young person in ministry? So think of someone in ministry. It could be, you know, it could be conference work. Me. It could be a Bible worker. Yeah. You. you myself. <laughs> exactly. Or it could be that young person. Who's so just, technically, what would be the message for yourself? <laughs> yes, exactly. So think about something. Think about you and I. What would you say to the person who loves God, wants to see Jesus come soon, but finds them still, themselves still slipping up? What would you say to right. them? They find themselves still right. messing up in this specific area. Right. Um, I think uh, it's, it's sort of like, what would I tell myself? You know, yeah. and, uh-huh. and we all struggle. Um, it's not that temptation is not sin. I just want to make it clear. Uh-huh. Being tempted is not sin. All right. But falling into temptation is sin. Okay. All right. So Jesus was tempted in all at all points. Yeah, didn't sin not. You know, mm. because he has that connection with God. Yes. If you ask me, I think the best way to do it is to just connect yourself with God. I mm. realize that most of the time, and I think one hundred percent of the time, the reason why I fall into lust or f- sexual you know thoughts or f- stuff like this we're talking about yeah. the reason most of the time 100% of the time is because i have not been careful by putting christ first in my daily life mm, and if wow. you put christ first it is impossible for us not to sin hmm. because i remember there's a a quotation from one of my favorite author and 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 some of your viewers probably I've heard a long way. If you have not yes, heard a long way, I yes. suggest you uh, check it. Check it out. Um, there is a a quotation that is powerful. Um, this is again. You pulled me up here without preparation, so I'm <laughs> now. One of my quotations here. Here, this is powerful, man. Uh, 
love uh, love oh here we go mm. here we go Ooh, one minute you're good you're good oh this one listen to this second mind character and personality um uh, 473 you ready all right, all right. go for it uh, she she said this our heavenly father measures in ways every trial before he permits it to come upon a believer wow that's crazy before that's he really gives us trials he weighs things up and he said and she said he considers the circumstances and the strength of the one who is to stand under the proving test of god wow and wow. he never permits the temptations to be greater than the capacity of resistance that's, wow. that's when I read that, she said she, he never, she said she never permits, he never permits temptation to be greater than the capacity of resistance than something that we can bear. And, mm. and, and, and she said a word and she, she said another, with one of the most powerful composition of words. She said, if the soul is overborne, the person overpowered, this can never be charged to God. Wow. But the one tempted was not vigilant and prayerful and did not appropriate by faith the provisions God has abundantly in store for him. Listen to this. She said, Christ never failed a believer in his hour of combat. Wow. That, that is such powerful thought from Ellen White. She said, she, Christ never failed a believer in Christ our never combat. Christ never fails a believer mm -hmm. in an hour of combat. That, that's when I think about that, the reason wow, why we that's beautiful. fail is uh -huh. not because Christ has not given us provision. It's uh -huh. because we have not asked for it. And most of the time I see this, and this is my personal struggle. I'm sure most of the people are also struggling with the same way. Most of the time I pray right after I committed the yes, sin. Yes, yes. Like have you committed. noticed that when yeah. you're tempted? Yes. Uh huh. When you're tempted, you're not praying for before it happened. You're praying but after. You're praying after. Yeah. And so I think the key is to help us. intentional said, I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to be alone again. I'm going to be lonely. You know, I'll tell you the truth. Being an evangelist is not easy. You've been giving, 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 giving it to people, and you yep. never talk to people. So you know what that cost is? You become lonely in your life. I become lonely, and sometimes, you know what the result is? You find sexual desires, something to fill you up. And even though you know, I mean, most of the time, when you have that problem, and I say 100% of the time, not most of the time, just 100% of the time, that's because Jesus is not in your heart. And that's why you, mm -hmm. you find that void, loneliness in your heart, you put the patch, that hole, or whatever. And so yes. we need to be connected with God. And when, before we go to the to, to our, to our, Lord, I'm going to be lonely again. I'm going to have problems again. Please help me to overcome. If we Amen. ask God's power, all heaven is willing to help us. And wow. Yeah, I think, I think that's the, I love the best it. advice. I love it. Thank you so much, man. That is powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Praise the Lord. Yep. I love it. So just, um, yeah, that, that really wraps up the rest of our time. Powerful stuff. Um, I wish we could have more time because I feel like this is something we all need to hear. You, me, yeah. you know, I need yeah. to hear this every day. You know, just coming to, to yeah. God in, before temptation, in the moment of temptation, and after.
but not just mm-hmm. after, you know, cause you're right. We come, we, we come and we pray and we seek God and ask for forgiveness after we've fallen or after the temptation mm-hmm. and not before or during, mm-hmm. you know? So remember, remember man, Daniel came to Babylon. He knew the answer already. He said, I have purpose in my heart not to eat this food. That means he knows already that yeah. this is going to happen. I have purpose in my heart. And I think that's the number one thing that we should do. We should yes. purpose in our heart. I love it. it. I love it. Awesome, man. Now, just Amen. last point, last point. Um, what's a one, one powerful verse you'd like to leave us with today? A powerful verse we can claim this week. Second Chronicles chapter 25, verse 9. Second Chronicles chapter 25 and verse 9. Do you mind? As you open your Bible, I'll, I'll explain it a little bit, yeah? Yeah. Amaziah yeah. is in trouble. He's asking God, Lord, what shall I do? I have invested in this already. I can't live without this. Probably the same interpretation. And, and, and maybe you're in a struggle right now. If you're listening and you're struggling with pornography, and you say, Lord, if you take this sin out of me, I can't live without pornography. I need to have this. You know? and, and sometimes we struggle with sin and we commit this. We say to God, Lord, what should I do? I can't live without it. And that's the verse for you. If you want to read that for me, bro. Say it again. Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles chapter 25, verse 9. All right. I got it right here. Second Chronicles 25 and verse 9. I'll read it. Mm. It says, And Amaziah said to the man of God, but what shall we do for the hundred talents which I have given to the army of Israel? And the man of God answered, The Lord is able to give thee much more than this. Wow. Powerful. That if you're struggling with pornography right now, the Lord is able to give you much more than this. I always claim that promise. Amen. I love Lord, it. I needed that promise together. tonight. Yes. The Lord is able Amen. to give you Awesome. Well, thank you so much, bro, for joining us today. It's been a powerful conversation. Thank you, brother. Powerful verses, quotes, and everything. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, you have a great rest of your week, bro. Blessings, man. Yeah, bro. Blessings. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I pray that you were encouraged and inspired to keep fighting against the temptations of the devil. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast and continue to join us each week on this journey of victory. You can find us here on the weekly podcast or on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat and online at www.talkvictory.org. And until next time, keep talking victory.